right now, you can get 20% off your PFF subscription if you use the code PFF20. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, fantasy football rankings and projections, data and grades from the entire 2021 season and upcoming 2022 season, and much more. Support PFF and use promo code PFF20 for 20% off your PFF subscription. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. What a crazy world we live in that Sam Darnold is a quarterback on the San Francisco 49ers after all the Jimmy G trade-up for Trey Lance, Brock Purdy shining. Here we are. Um, He comes in number 34 on our roster countdown for this year, and he is the last of the quarterbacks. Yet to be seen who's going to be quarterback too early and later on who goes in first if there is an injury to Brock, but... I can say this very comfortably. The 49ers roster is better with Sam Darnold on it than with Sam Darnold off of it. And I know that everybody's going to come in all over the spectrum whenever he talks Sam Darnold. I mean, he almost has as many interceptions as he does touchdowns for his career. Former third overall pick. uh, All these different things. But make no mistake, he is a quality quarterback in the NFL now, your term of quality, whatever, the skill set's there. He's young. He's only 25. He's 25 years old. He is younger than, I think, three drafted quarterbacks this year in the NFL draft. I don't think that the story is finished with Sam. Now, are there issues? Yeah. We're going to go through some of those. But is he a top 64 quarterback in the NFL? I think that he is. I consider him our quarterback three. We'll f- we'll see if he's the quarterback two or three. I think it's close between him and Trey, which sucks to say. But if he's your quarterback three, there's 32 teams in the NFL. Now you're talking, okay, is he a top 96 quarterback? And I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Uh, I, I just, I really, really don't. If if every team rostered three quarterbacks, which they all do until the cut down, that's 96 QBs. He belongs there, <laughs> to say the least. I would say he belongs probably in the top 50 to 55 quarterbacks, bare minimum. So let's get to know Sam and shout out to Josh, the 49ers guru who did the back work on this episode, crushing it as always. Darnold's wearing number 14, which I have to say, that was my little league jersey number, the solid 1-4, so shout out Ginger. Uh, Sam Darnold, appreciate you there. 6'3", 225. That's how you draw a quarterback. I mean, he is huge. And it's weird, you know, going out to training camp and the practices and you see the quarterbacks in their group, they could not look more different. Trey's the biggest by a mile, then Sam Darnold's huge, and then you got a little Brock Purdy. 
And the little guy is the one that's starting. Uh, quarterback, there's intangibles, all those other things, but whatever. 6'3", 225 is huge. Like I said, 25 years old. 4'8", 40-yard dash, 166, 10-yard, pretty good. 6'9", 6'3", cone. He's shifty for how big he is. That's better than Debo's three cone. Like, that's weird. And so Sam Darnold's not labeled a mobile quarterback. Dude's an athlete and a half. I, anybody that can play ball like he does, basketball I'm talking about, this dude was not just a team captain or a team MVP. This dude was a two-time league MVP in high school for basketball. Like, he, his coach said he could have got a Pac-12 scholarship to play basketball if he wanted it. But it would—it was very clear he was going to be a football player. But the dude can ball. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Went to San Clemente High School. Like he had some competition down there. Graduated USC with a communications major. Um, you know he was top recruit, whatever else. But he's got the lineage. His grandfather. This is a little known fact. I didn't even know this. His grandfather was like one of the original Marlboro men back in the day. And his name's the best ever, Dick Hammer. <laughs> USC basketball player, Olympic volleyball player, actor, Marlboro man, all those things. Uh, Sam Darnold's dad, Sam, uh, sorry, Sam Darnold's dad, Mike, also played football at Redlands College, several other relatives, college athletes. The dude's got it all. Um, You know, back to Sam now. He was an All-American in high school, Orange County Offensive Player of the Year, 39 touchdowns, 8 interceptions in one year. Um, and two-time league MVP in basketball. Dude, could he's athletic. And so if you are listening to this and you're just like, man, I can't stand Sam Darnold, I get it. He's got a lot of bad tape. You have to give him the dude's athleticism is top tier. It really, really is. Um, and I've got pages and pages of accolades that you can kind of go through. But let, let's jump to the negatives. 68 total turnovers in his career to 73 interceptions or 73 touchdowns. That's not good. A one-to-one turnover ratio. That's like Nick Mullins-esque. Three comebacks um, in his career, five game-winning drives, but the arm talent's there. Um, You know, he's had problems seeing ghosts, quote-unquote, and all those things, but the Niners went out and targeted him. And this is important. Because Sam Darnold was signed on the very first day of free agency. He was the very first quarterback deal to go through. This is somebody that the Niners pursued and wanted here, which means Kyle Shanahan wanted him. Now, this was immediately after the Brock Purdy surgery when the timeline was up for debate. And we could dive into the conversation of, is Sam Darnold competition for Trey? Is Sam Darnold just a backup if Brock didn't heal correctly? Those are things we don't know the answer to. But through camp and through preseason, it's pretty clear Sam and Trey are competing. Um, and, you know, different people can say, you do you want explosive plays? Then you want to go with Trey Lance. If you want who's going to go to the first read faster, that's Sam Darnold. That, that's the name of his game. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of see, but the idea of having three quarterbacks, Sam Darnold can win on this roster. I really believe that. Now, if we go back to how he got into the NFL, he was drafted third overall in 2018 by the New York Jets. Listen to these stats. Not good, okay? Uh, <laughs> 21 wins, 34 losses as a starting quarterback, so 55 games started. I understand wins aren't necessarily just a quarterback stat. I get that. Less than 60% completion percentage, 59.7. Not good. 
61 touchdowns, 55 interceptions. That's bad. 78.2 rating, awful. 143 sacks, atrocious. Probably his worst stat, 35 career fumbles. That is tragic. It's tragic. Now, okay, let's look towards the most recent. He goes to the Panthers. He's not healthy. Finally gets healthy. He closes out their last six games on a very bad roster. Goes 4-2. and two. Still below 60% completion percentage, but seven touchdowns, three interceptions. Okay, 92.6 rating. Good. So, you know, it, if you're just looking at that, like, okay, he, he trending upwards maybe. He's 25. You can't write the book off on this guy. You cannot. He's 25 years old, ladies and gentlemen. Now, he has missed 10-plus games, shoulder injury, foot injury, COVID stuff. So, you know, he's been banged up a little bit. And, again, my film assessment of Sam Darnold is pretty clear. He's got all the arm talent in the world, but he is a one-read quarterback. And he has the utmost confidence in that one read. The problem is, when he goes past that one read, now you're in danger zone. And this is where turnovers, bad decisions, fumbles, sacks, all those things come about. Because... He's quick, and all throughout camp, I was at every open practice that was available. Catch, throw, catch, throw. He gets the ball out faster than anybody. He knows his first read, and he can get it there quick. The big plays, those that's not really his thing. He is a nickel and dimer, even though he has elite arm strength, just because he wants to get the ball out quick. Kyle Shanahan loves that, loves that. The problem is, when that first read is taken, it's just, hold on, buddy. It's Jimmy G-like where he's just, like, panicking, and you see it. Like, he is not comfortable as soon as he gets past that first read. So that's something he's got to work on. Um, the trades involving Sam Darnold, could, you could write a book on it, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, Listen to these players involved. The Colts had the rights to the pick third overall in 2018. The Jets traded up from six to, to three. This is who the Colts got. Quentin Nelson. Braden Smith, Rockyasin. That's pretty damn impressive. I mean, Quentin Nelson, perennial all pro. Braden Smith, starter at right tackle for uh, since then. You're talking, you know, six years now. Then he gets traded from the Jets to the Panthers, um, which eventually came out to be Trey Smith and Arnold Ebichetti. Again, two decent players. And the Niners just got him over in a free agency deal. You know, just brought him over. So, we'll see. Personally, I think he should be quarterback three on the 53-man roster. The new quarterback rule says he's on the 53-man roster, but he would be the emergency quarterback. Shanahan might put him at number two and put Trey as the emergency quarterback. We'll just have to kind of wait and see. But I want to end this episode the same way that I started it. It's crazy he's here. But make no mistake, would you rather have Josh Johnson or Sam Darnold as your quarterback three? I think we all know the answer to that. No shade to Josh Johnson. He's incredible. But Sam Darnold gives this team an option to compete. It's a safety net clause. Nobody is expecting Sam Darnold to go out and you know compete for an MVP or anything like that. If a quarterback or two go down, which we've had happen here for the 49ers, you now have that safety net. And that safety net Sam Darnold to me. And I'm glad that he's on this team. He's my quarterback three. A lot of you guys probably have him quarterback two. That's okay. Uh, we'll just have to see how it plays out. So for us, we'll just keep counting them down. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. By far, one of my favorite players in recent memory to come in as an undrafted free agent and just excel. As soon as this guy touched the ball the very first time, everybody saw what we've been talking about, and that's Jordan Mason. He comes to number 33, the running back on this list. Last year, 67. He was my highest undrafted free agent last year, and he jumped 34 spots this year. And I want to move him up more. I am not comfortable with him at 33. Jordan Ponchez Mason goes by JP. That's what everybody refers to him as. Dude was just awesome. Um, And, you know, I understand I I talk for a living. Um, And, yeah, sometimes I'm going to pound my chest. I'm pounding my chest on this dude. I recognized right away when I first turned on the film of him at Georgia Tech that, dude, this guy's pretty freaking amazing. Um, went under the radar. We'll talk about why and all those things, but everybody loves this guy. Shout out to Josh, 40 Irons Guru. Uh, great job researching um, our number 33 player for the 2023 season. Where's jersey number 24, Jordan Mason? 5'11", 225. Big dude. I mean, he is stout. And sometimes you'll get bigger bodied backs that play small. Um, sometimes you get small backs that play big. Jordan Mason's a big back that plays big. His body style and his running style absolutely are in sync, and I think that's why he has so much success. 30-inch arms, short arms, doesn't really matter for running backs. 24 years old. He's young. 4.58, um, you know, 40-yard dash. He's not a speedster, but straight line is where he goes. 1.57, 10-yard, pretty solid. 7.13 cone, okay. 33 vertical. 21 bench press reps. He's thick. <laughs> He's thick. He went to Gallatin High School, the Green Wave. Um, eventually went to Georgia Tech. Business administration is his degree. He was a three-star recruit coming out. Now, listen to some of this stuff about him growing up. Began playing football at age of five in the South. That's pretty normal. Um, you know, he was the runner-up for Tennessee's Class 5A Mr. Football Award, which is a very prestigious program. 5A, that's big-time school. First team All-State, 2016 Sumner County Player of the Year, uh, All-District, All-County, all those things. Served as team captain as a high school, in his high school. He earned three letters. Um, get this, this is awesome. He was the center fielder on the baseball team. He was the back-to-back year starter as the center on basketball. So center, center field, center in basketball, and running back. Um, his first cousin, Zacchaeus Mason, played college basketball at Ole Miss, um, went on to play for France in the Philippines and, you know, professionally, does all those things. So 
understanding, I, I think those things are important because you have somebody in your family that you can talk to about what being a professional athlete's about, what to do, what to stay away from, things like that. I think it's important. In his spare time, he likes to bowl um, and wants to work in a shoe company after football. Again, he's a business admin uh, guy, so curious to see what that's going to look like. Now, he went kind of under the rails, and a lot of the people know his name now, but they didn't back then. Jamar Gibbs. Jamar Gibbs was the running back one at Georgia Tech. We know now he went top 15 in this year's draft before he transferred to Alabama. Well, it was Jamar Gibbs one, and behind him was Jordan Mason. You know, Georgia Tech didn't really have great years, but they were stocked at the running back position, and that's why J.P. Mason went under the radar was because he was buried on the depth chart. And so the Niners kind of were able to get him as an undrafted free agent. And when he stepped on the field, it was over. Like, some people just passed the eye test. I think Jalen Graham's one of those rookies this year. Like, as soon as that first preseason game happened, it was like, that guy's different. That's exactly what it was like with J.P. Morgan last year. Listen to these numbers. For his rookie year, 43 rush attempts. Not that much. He wasn't used near as much as he should have been. 258 yards. Six yards per rushing attempt. Six. That's crazy. Only one touchdown. But, man, this dude. And, and again, all right, you can say, well, he had some big long runs, whatever else. The teammates have called him the closer because they put him in for the four-minute offense. When we have a lead, downhill running, he's moving forward. He had 86 offensive snaps, which means he's getting the ball every other snap whenever he's on the field. 86 offensive snaps, 43 carries. 92.9 overall grade on PFF. He was the second highest graded player, not on offense, the whole team. Trent Williams, J.P. Mason. <laughs> From a pro foot, like, just to show you how effective he was on those snaps. Seven 10-plus yard runs, 11 first downs and 86 snaps. That is stupid, man. And you got to remember, Niners faced the most loaded boxes last year down the stretch whenever he was getting these carries. And my favorite play from him last year was the Thursday night game in Seattle to win the division. You know, the game got out of control and they called back the pick six or the fumble for a touchdown. Should have been over, but whatever. Ball was like, we had about five minutes left and just driving, 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 then busted it on that like 60-plus yard run, and that was it. Game was over. It was so cool, man. So shout-out to him. Now, what does it look like this year? The 49ers want Elijah Mitchell to be the number two behind CMC, and I think that he's earned that right. He's that damn good. Can he stay healthy? He struggles with that. Hopefully he does. But I'm telling you right now, I do not see a drop-off at all going from Elijah Mitchell to J.P. Mason. I don't see it. I think that Jordan Mason's closer to Elijah Mitchell than he is to Ty Davis-Price. And I don't think that's an insult to TDP. I think that he's improved a lot. I would have no qualms whatsoever if TDP was the number two ahead of Elijah Mitchell. I'm not saying that's what should happen, but I'm just saying those two guys are so similar. The difference is... With as hard as Elijah Mitchell runs, he doesn't have the body for that. They run very similar. The difference, J.P. Mason's built different. He's built different. His body can handle it. Elijah Mitchell, he's smaller, he's faster, but he runs as aggressive as Jordan Mason. And that's why I think a lot of those injuries, not all of them, continue to compound. But Jordan Mason ain't going anywhere. He's going to be around. And I hope, I really hope that if 
injuries do happen at the running back position, Kyle Shanahan trusts this kid because he's they're special to him. There's just he's a lock to make this fifty three. I there's he's a lock man, and he is so good. And people talk about trading. Do not trade this man. He's a free player on the salary cap. Free. He doesn't count against the top fifty one. I'm excited to see what he's going to do eventually, but you know we've got him at 33 just because he's buried on the roster. But man, he is special. I love this guy. Uh, but for us, we got to move on. We'll keep counting him down here. Probably going to be one of the biggest free agent acquisitions the 49ers have had, without even being a big priced item. <clears throat> the amount of money that the 49ers paid to bring in Cleveland Farrell, the defensive end, who I think starting week one almost regardless of whatever happens with Bosa, Drake Jackson. This dude has performed so well throughout camp in the preseason. He's a locked-in starter, and they got him on the cheap. Now, Cleland Farrell comes in number 32 on the 49ers roster countdown, and I got to be honest, a little low. Uh, should definitely be up another 10 spots or so with how well he's played through the preseason. Um, really good player. Now, his journey to where he is now is interesting. Uh, definitely did not perform to his draft status. There is no doubt about that. You know, whenever he was picked number four overall in 2019, it was a little bit of a stretch. I liked him. I had him as a top 10 player myself. Um, it just it just didn't come to fruition. Bad coaching, bad placement, uh, no development whatsoever. And in the short time he's been with the Niners, oh my gosh, he's flourished. Shout out to Josh, the 49ers guru, who's done a heck of a job throughout this whole series. So let's dive into Cleveland Farrell, who he is. He wears jersey number 94, um, which there's been a lot of 94s in the 49ers past. Um, we'll see how he fits into that whole range. 6'4", 265, exact height and build that you want with an edge. 4-3 defensive lineman, 34 and 8th inch arms, long-armed, built like an offensive tackle, to be honest with you. Um, he's 26 years old. He did have a turf toe issue, so he didn't do all of the combine metrics and everything else. But 25 bench press reps. This dude is strong, and he plays like it. Went to Benedictine High School, private school, um, and you know, committed to Clemson. He was a four-star recruit. He tore his ACL his senior year and in high school probably could have had his pick to go to anywhere, you know, in the country, but his story is interesting. And, and some of the reasons why I think he went so high in the draft was he's such a clean player on and off the field. This dude's parents, his mom and dad served a combined 46 years in the United States army. His dad served two tours in Vietnam. And so you're talking about somebody that's grew up in a very, very, strict disciplined household he's the youngest of nine kids this dude's had to fight through a lot <laughs> you know with crowded rooms and all that stuff but anybody who's talked to him off the field it comes through the way in which he was raised you're, you're talking about a clean professional good human being that translates to football. He's two years basketball player. He was a heck of a player there. And you look at what he did with his time in Clemson. Two-time national championship. Two-time. He, he won one with Sean Watson there. He won one with Trevor Lawrence there. He was a two-time All-American. And it's not like he was just along for the ride. He was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Ted Hendricks Award winner as a junior back in 2018. So... It's not like the pick being drafted fourth overall was a stretch, 
he just hasn't really lived into it. There's no doubt about that. Um, and, you know, you look at all of the defensive linemen the Raiders have had that have come through the 49er system, every one of them has improved dramatically. Even Maurice Hurst, who was hurt three consecutive years with us, still got paid elsewhere. Arden Key, oh my gosh. And it looks like Cleveland Farrell's just the next Chris Kucerich reclamation project. You know, keep sending us to your players, man. You know, the the Raiders are turning into a farm system for the 49ers and everything that they do on that defensive line. And so now if we look at what Cleveland Farrell's done um, in his career, he, he played out his rookie contract all four years, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. 102 career tackles, 10 sacks, 11 pass breakups, two forced fumbles, one fumble return. Yeah, Last year, played in 16 games, but only started four. So he, he was a rotational defensive lineman, and I think that's kind of what he's going to be with us. I do think that he'll start more games for us. Um, he's going to be used on base downs. I think that's just what it's going to be. And if you look at the snaps that he did last year, 492 snaps. His PFS scores, 63.8 overall, 58.2 run, 70 tackling, 60.1 pass rush, 72 coverage. 11 solo stops, uh, solo stops by himself last year. But you look at what he's done through the preseason, good gosh. He is the best pass rusher that the 49ers have out there right now. I don't even think that's debatable, especially at the defensive end position. You want to talk about Javon Hargrave? Okay, now you have a conversation. But with him and Drake Jackson out there, I don't even think it was a competition. Cleveland Farrell outplayed him consistently day to day with more splash plays, more tackles in the backfield. I mean, this dude was doing it all the freaking time. And if you go to, you know, just... The last couple days in team at the training camp facility, man, he had a tackle for loss where he pushed Trent Williams back one day, and it was just like, holy cow, what the hell is happening here? The talent's there. The talent is there. It just, he hasn't busted out of his shell. Now, hopefully Nick Bosa's deal gets done soon, and he comes back and can play opposite of him, because this is somebody that's played in 58 games as a pro. He's got the technique, and, you know, I go back to when I wrote my draft recap of him or preview of him before he got drafted. Great hands, strong bull technique, kind of a jack-of-all-trades with elite traits. He just got to put it together. And so if we jump forward four years, I think we're still at that same spot. He's just got to put it together. And Nick Bosa can't get back fast enough because I think that Cleveland Farrell's good with his hands. Nick Bosa's the best in the NFL defensive lineman with his hands. If, if you, they could bridge some of that stuff and work together, I think it'd be huge for both of them. So I'm excited for Cleveland Farrell. I think he's starting this year. I think he's a hell of a player, and I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the 49ers for the 2023 season. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.